What's good, y'all? I like to start off by saying I always truly believe that the definition of insanity was always doing the same shit over and over, expecting different results. In the world we live in, we become so accustomed to trying to survive and maintaining the world built on an absolute narrative to where our best interest and belief has always been disregarded and we have yet to see change. So I speak to you as kings and queens because we all have a purpose and share the same goals and wanting what's best for ours and building upon that, thus equating an abundant kingdom. But now imagine if we all come together on one accord to do the things to build one another up while thriving, then enhancing, and without realizing it, we become a relentless and yet an unconquerable empire. Now look here, shit's going to get rough before it gets better. But a horizon for new opportunity and provision is surely on the way. Yes, sir. So, ladies and gentlemen, straighten your motherfucking crowns. I welcome you people here to the council. To the council. Hello, ready? Let's go. Let's take it back to the boulevard with determination and mindset defines who you are. Where you gotta go for your dreams. Ain't no wishing on a star, but a nigga like me can give a fuck less who you are. You're now tuned in to the motherfucking county with Boulevard P and Duke. Pay attention, you bastards, you bastards. Uh, episode one, we here, your boy Deucey on the mic with my brother, my soldier in uh, Daily Problems, Boulevard P. Fucking yeah. We out here, you hear me? Episode one, correct? Episode one. Episode motherfucking episode one. one. English bitch, ladies Y'all and gentlemen. Hello. Nigga, your access has been granted. Access granted. Welcome in. Take a seat. Get your plate. Your drink. That's right. Get your shoes off. You know what I'm saying? Get comfortable, y'all. We out here. Get the fuck back, y'all. Y'all here with us. Yes. Be counsel. You tuned in. Man, we got to let them know what we got on the agenda for the day, sir. Let them know what we got. Well, I've seen, you know what I mean. You know, we gotta got a main thing we gotta address, get people ready for prep, you know what I mean. Understand all the things that are going on in this world, but what we just went through with the inauguration, gotta stay ten toes down on that, man. So we're gonna talk about the vote process, you know what I mean, how to register, where. You know what I'm saying? What to get into and the people as far as involved in, in the community and things like that. You know what I mean? And then we go on, you know, you know, remember and honor some great ones in the entertainment business that have gone on. You know, first mother, mother Cicely Tyson, you know what I mean? And then the great, you know, Larry King as far as the broadcasting. And then we're going to talk about the Super Bowl. 
Get some predictions in on that. You know what I'm saying? Figure yeah. that out. Who going to take it? It's going to be Brady or Mahomes. Okay. You know what I mean? Figure out, you know, who we going to have taking the trophy home. You got to also see what's going on about your boy Tip, nigga. Heard about your boy Tip. We got to get in with that. See what's up with T.I., man. That's a crazy thing. Yeah, man. Definitely looking forward to this show. Episode one, man. Episode one. Yeah, Take them away, man. Absolutely, man. Um, although this is episode one, ladies and gentlemen, we we don't want to start it off on a bad tone, but first of all. If I go any further, get ahead of myself. This uh we ain't had no sponsor today, but we actually did get a sponsor at the last minute. And the sponsor today is brought to you by Facts and No Bullshit. Facts and no bullshit. So let's apply that shit to your daily of what the fuck you do. Please. You're you are heard. All right, now, to move further, like I stated, we, um, we don't want to start this off on, 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 on a bad note, but we have lost some great people, some truly, truly great, amazing people. Um, this is Black History Month. Happy Black History Month, bro. Yeah. Happy Black History Month. Yeah. Um, and for some people who don't know, let's give them a, a history lesson. I'm going to start it off with Miss Cicely Tyson, an actress, humanitarian, a trailblazer for many Black performances in this past century. She surely was a portrait of dignity and grace known for her endless roles of a strong, ambitious, and fearless woman. She depicted a fire and a reminder in which all people should be like. She was once so in tune with so much depth and feeling, an entity of standard and unbreakable hope. Born in 1924 to West Indian parents, she was always an observer of human nature, and a dreamer of audacious dreams in her own words. She truly always fought for equality. Her presence inspired pride and to advocate for understanding and the fundamental change known for reshaping how the world looks at our nation's history and then within ourselves. Born in Harlem, a model in her earlier years, she started acting for two decades. And she ain't even blow until she was 47. Now, I want to stop that there just for a quick minute. For a person to have dreams and ambitions, and she didn't even catch a break until she was 47 years old, that says a lot about who that woman is. There's a lot of us that have dreams right now 
and we ain't get where we want to be within five years or, or, or less, we are already ready to throw the talent. It's like, fuck it. So that right there is, is a lesson within itself. Right. She was 47. Her first movie was uh, called Sounder. It was a sharecropping family drama. She was awarded a Kennedy Center Honors in 2015 and then awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom in 2016 by President Obama. All she ever cared was to make an impact on the people of the world, about us as a race of people. And it was never about money or wealth. She was a mentor, an icon, an inspiration, an absolute blessing. One thing I didn't even know about her myself was that she was actually married to the legend of jazz, Miles Davis. She received five Emmy nominations and received three Emmys from that, being the first black woman to receive an honorary, an honorary Oscar. <laughs> and one thing, actually, I didn't even know this one either. She was the first black woman to ever host Saturday Night Live. She uh, won the Peabody Career of Achievement Award and the Tony Award. And then in 2020, she was inducted into the TV Hall of Fame. At 95, this woman never stopped working. So when you put that math together, that's seven decades of artistry. Her last gesture of her genius was a publication of her memoir titled Just As I Am. What she became wasn't what she ever expected. So I just reading this kind of, it's just, it makes me think, you know what I'm saying? Like that type of stuff makes you, you know, just want to reflect and look at your life and be like, man, this should be motivation. You know what I'm saying? For real. So she always wanted everyone to know that she did her best and she did. Her co, um, one of her coworkers that she worked along with, Vi Viola Davis, stated, only when the last person that has the memories of you dies, that's when you're truly dead. So in that regard, that means Miss Tyson will always be an immortal. Because unlike most, she truly received the flowers while she was here on Earth. And many folks don't even get that benefit. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just her leaving the world she knew that she was impactful, man. And so that just, you know, that's, that's just something to truly honor and, and acknowledge and, and just truly respect, man. So our prayers, our condolences are with her, her loved ones, her family. And um, it's blessings, man. Yeah. All right, so let's move on to the next. We got Larry King. Yes, sir. Larry King. <laughs> that's the king of radio and journalism. 87 years old, a career span of six decades. He spent 25 years with CNN alone. We could say he is the face of CNN. 30,000 interviews. Thank you. I was going to ask you that number. 30,000 interviews. That's crazy. From multiple people, from presidents to athletes to music icons and artists, even murderers, even royalty. Known for so many notorious exclusives, this man could get the hardest person in the world to open up. 
a Jewish boy from Brooklyn, New York, was born in 1933, born with the name Lawrence Zeiger. Always deemed to be, always dreamed, he always dreamed to be on the radio. And, and a dream came true for him in 1950. Miami, Florida, it was a new city, a new job, and he found his name on the ad of a wholesale liquor, King's Wholesale Liquor, that is. And his boss said, look, look, that's it. That's your name. And from then on, Larry King was that. Always had a knack for live conversation. He always believed that there are these main keys to having an interview of substance. You need passion, a sense of humor, the ability to explain what the fuck you do to the fullest, and always to keep a little bit of a chip on your old shoulders. Ted Turner called him in 1985 to be a part of what we know of him to be today. He has such a presence globally. So let's just say that if you were someone from overseas and you spoke to Kane, you knew for sure that you got your message out to the entire world. Right. Without a doubt. One cool thing about him is, man, that nobody ever knew his political stance. Because when he spoke to people, he never had an agenda. It was always questions about that person. And that's, I think that's one of the number one things where people love the bottom. Radio journalism was truly his first love. His blanket from his own words. Because it never let him down. He was always known to entertain, enlighten, and endure. And truly, his legacy is something that can't be outdone. So long live the king. Another death we have is Sakeel Smith, NBA reporter and analyst, a very influential person in, in, in the sports uh, journalism. We just want to acknowledge him. And just new to us right now, we um we got news that Dustin Diamond, Dustin Screech Diamond, as you all know him from Saved by the Bell, he's passed on too. So we just you know want to send our, our love and condolences to their their loved ones and their family members, man, and honor to these people for for their accomplishments of what they've done on this planet. All right, man. So, moving on forward. Yay. You know, what week uh, is it, bro? bro? What you week know is what it? Week it is. Super Bowl. Super Bowl week, nigga. Yeah. Super Bowl Absolutely. Sunday. Absolutely. Going down. It's Sunday. Yes, sir. Going now, before we move and we talk about anything going on this week, ladies and gentlemen, we have to specify and give credentials and credit to our home team, the Washington football team. B Washington football team. B. Okay. Matter of fact, not, not, not just the Washington football team, the NFC. East. Eastern Champs. NFC East Champs. That's right, man. Washington football. Very proud of them. 
definitely did the uh, outstanding job. Ron Rivera in his first season, battling through cancer, <laughs> getting the team together with the ups and downs they had previous from from turmoil in the upper office to goddamn the players not wanting to act right, you know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. everything else in between. So definitely kudos to Ron Rivera for holding it down for us. We also got to shout out Alex Smith for being the NFL comeback player of the year. You know what I mean? Did something major for us. You know, had he had he really got his real rest in, I think he could have definitely did more. But, I believe uh, so too. You know what I mean? Definitely did enough though to to get back where he needed to be for himself. So, yeah, salute to the Washington football team. We we looking promising in the future. You know, saying that defense with the young boys on the front line, and then we get we get a, a Alex Smith back. Everybody better watch out. Yeah, you know I mean, hell yeah, and then you know, also gotta go congratulate the, the teams that's in this Super Bowl. You know, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Kansas City. <laughs> I almost had I I I went over Tom Brady, but we ain't have Smith in there, so you know that would have been a different story. Though that's a different time. All right, yeah, <laughs> but uh, I definitely shout out to. To them making it to the Super Bowl, you, uh, your boy Tip, huh? Man, cousin Tip, cousin Tip, mm. cousin Tip. <laughs> yeah, T. I. Clifford, Clifford, Clifford. All right. Yeah. So what's the report on T. I. Man? I ain't gonna speak much on it because honestly, it's a real delicate situation. And it's a lot of fuck shit. And it's kind of weird when so many people like do so many things to try to bring somebody down. Now, let's let's understand this shit quick before we go any further. Only him and Tiny, the accusers, and God know. Everybody else is speculating and throwing out their motherfucking opinion. Right. And, you know... You got to look at it like this. I mean, we won't put up the video. And and, and, and I'm going to let Tip say everything that needs to be spoken on because, you know, that's, that's, that's his shit to speak on. But from what I'm hearing, man, so many, so many fucking accusations. And it's weird when we live in a society where people like to victimize themselves and twist things up to extort, to to just cause chaos. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And again, when we when we have conversations like this, we wanna make it known right now. We the council, we don't uphold no bullshit, no fuckery or anything. Right. And what's gonna come out is what's gonna come out. But we're not gonna ever say anything to tear down 
another person, especially if we don't know shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And all I'm gonna say is it's it's fucking messy. It's really yeah. motherfucking messy, man. So you know we're gonna post this video and shit, and y'all you know y'all can make a decision and, and decide for what you want to believe for yourselves. But we're not gonna try to tell you what to believe or what not to believe. Hey. So as y'all could probably guess uh, or imagine, it's been extremely difficult for me to remain quiet uh, in 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 light of all the things that have transpired and all of the the egregious allegations that's been tossed around about me and my wife. Um, but it's a reason for that, and I don't mind sharing it. You see, if a person does not have any right to to criminally or civilly have you in court they have no right the best thing they could do it gets you for a defamation a defamation suit drag you in court make you pay their legal bills to get you in court now i mean at this point man this is the, this is the point where that don't even matter to me no more okay but that's the motive that's the strategy that's the intention say a whole bunch of false stuff about you um that get people to believe and make them come out and say they're a liar they're a liar they're a liar and then they can say see they call me a liar that's defamation then they drag drag you in court get you under oath and all that because unfortunately right now it doesn't matter as much what they can prove you did it matters what you could prove you didn't you know what I mean? And that's just an unfortunate place that our society had made it to. But I want to be clear about one thing. Women who have been victimized deserve to be heard. Women, black women in particular, should be supported, protected, defended, uh, and uplifted. However, evil has no gender. People with evil intentions have no gender. A threat comes in all shapes and sizes. I would never, I mean, I would never treat a woman the same way I would treat a threat. All right? So I think that that has to be distinguished. First and foremost, I want to say my wife, my wife is a beautiful person with an amazing spirit and a kind heart. She's a devoted mother, and she has a humble soul. She don't deserve it. She don't deserve it. Uh, now, what we're not going to do is open up the door to my bedroom, as you shouldn't have to either. Open up the door to my bedroom for everybody to come in, chime in, and make their opinions about what we do and don't do or should or shouldn't do. But I will say this. Whatever we ever have done has been done with consensual adults. Who into what we into and like what we like. If we want something, we know exactly where to go to get it. We ain't never forced nobody. We ain't never drugged nobody against their will. We ain't never held nobody against their will. We ain't never made nobody do anything. We ain't never trafficked anything. Well, sexually trafficked anything. Um, I ain't never raped nobody. Never raped nobody. Also, I'm going to tell you what's, uh, what's factual. I'm tell you what's factual. There have been fake stories put up that blog sites uh, uh, anonymously sent to this person. Blog sites anonymously sent 
fake stories to this person and the person posted it as though it was a victim that they were sure that it was a victim and it has been victimized and what does what this does is it 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 it, it dismantles the mechanism that women have created for themselves you can't weaponize something un like un like with with with, with baseless claims these are th these are not stories of actual events they're not and I have proof of that. And that's why I said it. I have proof of that. I have proof of people who have gone on live with this person. And they later said, man, I just wanted some clout. That's why I was, I can't believe they actually posted that shit. I just wanted some clout. So this is what we're dealing with, man. This is what we're dealing with. And also, I pose you a question. How you going to be a victim and an attacker at the same time? How are you being victimized if you are violently attacking someone? Women who have been victimized deserve to be heard. They deserve to feel comfortable and confident. They deserve to feel supported. And that's supposed to get them to a place where they can show their face and, and, and say, this is what happened to me. This is who did it. And, and so the necessary steps can follow this is not that this is not that um i also want you to know it's evil at play i'm talking about evil i'm talking like you know evil and there's been a history we had this is we've had a history in dealing with the particular individual in question we've had a history of it man had a history of it uh and there are there is a record of pattern behavior like this, a record, a history of harassment. Not not not. I'm talking about. Listen, this is not my opinion. I'm just saying what's on record, a history of violence on record. And we can't just, you know, weaponize uh, uh, social media to to take down. People who have families and, and, and who who, uh, who communities depend on, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking about who 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 have done everything that they can to uplift and help to to evolve our communities. We can't tear our people down like that. And this has taught me a lot. This has taught me a lot. But one thing I know, man, I will not be bullied. I am not afraid. I am not ashamed. And I mean, and, and the truth will be revealed, man. But until then, man, hey, listen, man, any woman out there who's going through things, who have gone through things, if you have a story and you, you should come forward. You should, but don't lie. Cause that, that, that tell the whole, the whole vehicle down. Don't lie. Don't lie. The truth is what needs to be heard. The truth. And I can deal with the truth all day. But at some point, man, there has to there has to be it has to be some sort of it got to be some something that happens if you come and make baseless claims that that, that are false about somebody that have a negative impact on them, their livelihood, or their freedom. Something gotta be done about that. But I was built for this. I was born. I was born to be in this position. I was born to be in the position in this position to face pressure 
and sit in the fire so it benefits others in the future. I was born to be in the position. God put me here for this. So whatever evil has been conjured up to come against me, no weapon form, no weapon form against me shall prosper. But man, I got a lot of love for everybody who's been calling me, who's been in support of me and my wife. Um, shit, man. We'll be back to doing us, man, sooner than later. You dig what I'm saying? Love them. They always come at the ones who try to really make the right change, you know what exactly. I mean? And they start putting sticky things on them or whatever else to make them seem trying like to make that nigga convert over nigga to the dark yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, try to make it caught up in, in some uh -huh. BS and ain't got no, you know, ain't got no business being there. But yeah, man, they definitely um always want to bring down them leaders and like I said, those who try and make some real change and that's why people got to be in tune to who politically one is is out here. You know what I mean? And that comes with knowing and getting into this next this next topic. Who you're voting for, Break it what down. you're voting for, and how to sign up and get that information so that way you can make a change, you know what I'm saying, with your voice and your opinion based off of facts and realistic views that'll help people out day by day. You know what I mean? The same struggles that we're going through. And a lot of people, especially in the DMV area, really, it seems like don't want to vote or don't want to be active as much mm. until something pivotal changes the culture or makes you have to get out there. But if you, like I said, you know, in, in one of my common sense bills from the last episode, we, we had the special, they, um, uh, just don't want to get in tune until it's something that really now is an issue. You know what I mean? But if we had seen the issue, identified it early, and kept it at bay, we wouldn't be worried about this now. But now all of a sudden that people are dying, you know what I mean, and you're seeing it happen, it's an issue. But people been dying before and you didn't get to see it. So why now all of a sudden? You know what I mean? But that's a different subject, you know. But this is how we prevent these things from happening, is by voting. By getting out actively and voting and making sure people understand first the importance of voting. Because voting has made a significant impact, not only in America, but the world. You know what I mean? But more importantly in America, because that's what we are based out of. Mm -hmm. And you know, understanding that where the history of voting comes from is, is necessary because voting at first in America, when it was trying to be more or less marginalized as what if America should be going by and how things should be structured. At first, America didn't have a constitutional right of voting. You know what I mean? They had it set up within the the offices and the branches of, of the structure of the government but they never ever had a structural system set up saying that the people can vote mm. and then it later became down and trickled down the line you know what I mean that you can vote but at first they were saying that 
more or less only white men with property could have the right to vote. Mm. You see what I mean? And they worded it differently. And then now they're saying, you know, only male men, you know, white men, male with property, could vote. African-Americans were not considered, you know, citizens, so you couldn't vote. Women were excluded from the electoral process once they made the electoral process. And that came through the Senate and them. And then they said, all right, well, that's fine. You know what I mean? They started to, to elect a president and everybody else involved. But they didn't, and they didn't give Native Americans the right to vote until 1924. Mm. The, the 15th Amendment, which was, um, you know, right after the Civil War, that was like 1870. Mm. You know, that one denied the race so that with black men, could finally vote and make a change in their communities and start things up like that. You know what I mean? And then the 19th Amendment gave women the right to vote, but that wasn't until the 1920s. We're talking about 50 years later. But it still made a change. You see what I mean? The importance of voting, understanding you know laws and getting involved once people protesting and all of that. They understood, like, well, we need to propose this up to higher authority and then the 26th amendment made the legal age you know 18 to vote in america so you really gotta understand you know how to register in your in your states um like for virginia they have certain criteria different from maryland and dc and all you know around the whole country is different requirements most of them you know are the the have the same minimum you know got to be a citizen of the united states had to be a resident in which you, you know, live there and uh, got to be 18 years of age, you know, at least. But certain states like Virginia is different because you can be 18 either by the next election, whatever it may be, turning into it if you're 17 and you can still vote. Um, if you don't have a felony, have never been convicted of one uh, and never had your civil rights ripped from you or being declared an incapacitated person by the court, then you can vote. And as long as you're living in that that precinct to register, you good. You know what I'm saying? But what's different from Maryland is you can you gotta be a US citizen, um, you know, eighteen age, like I said, it's it's more mandatory, but like you can't be under the guardianship or mental disability to vote in Maryland. You can't be convicted of buying or selling votes in Maryland. And then, of course, you can't have a felony um, or any, like, court-order sentence of imprisonment. Mm. Right? So, but then there's D.C., which is different. And with D.C., you only got to be a, a resident at least 30 days before the next election to register and vote in D.C. Um, of course, you, you can't have a felony, uh, can't be judged as an incompetent person, and then, you know, you can't claim the right to vote anywhere else outside of D.C. Mm. So that's the difference between... D.C., Maryland, and Virginia for those, you know, tuning in right here in our area. 
there's so much more, you know, that's different in other states. And that's just showing the intuition that's to come because so many things have been changed over time. Absolutely. I know you got some information too concerning where to go um, and all of that. So, what I've seen, what I've researched so far is that every state except for North Dakota requires the citizens to register in order to vote. So if you move, you change your name, you switch your political affiliation, you got to get your voters registration. There's three ways to register online, by mail or in person. Um, most states, you got to do it before the election, obviously. 39 states allow you to register online with proof of residency, uh, st- which is your state ID. Right. You could use your um, state's election website to register online. Every state except for Wyoming gives people an option to register by mail. And filling out the National Voter Registration Form, you can find that at www.usa.gov slash register to vote. We will have that on the screen for y'all to peep and shit. Um, be ready to always have your info prepared, like your name, your address, etc., race, ethnicity, and identification number. You can go to the DMV or to the Armed Forces Recruitment Centers or state and public assistance programs like SNAP or WIC. You know, all in all, man, I always truly believe, man, to everybody likes to have a little say here and there about what the fuck they think should be, what they don't think shouldn't be. But if you're not going to be a solution to the problem, that means you're a problem. So that means shut the fuck up. That's simple. You need to do something about it. Right. Or keep all your shit in the peanut gallery. Because, man, like, everybody's, like, I don't know. I'm speaking for me. I'm a little bit older now, so, you know, I'm starting to see shit that I never ever peeped before. I'm starting to understand, you know, how things truly really move, man. And, and, and it's... It's so important to be involved in your community. Be involved with those around you, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and 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 niggas that know me know, it's not shit that I talk. Not at all. But, for real, when you know, you're getting older, you start realizing, nigga, what's most important in life, dog. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, Start, start paying attention to what's going on in, 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 your, in your areas, man, and, and start being vigilant for yourself, for your families, because that's the only way we're going to ever make a motherfucking change, and that's real. Just my thoughts. Yeah. That the philosophy is formed, dog. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Might as well go ahead and explain it all. Might as well. Might as well, since I'm in my preaching mode real quick. Philosophy 101 with Illy Baby. Lately, man, I ain't been trying to be on social media as much because, like, reading a lot of negative shit ain't, you know, it ain't good for my, it ain't good for me. Like, just taking on other people's bullshit, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't need all that negative energy, especially for a motherfucker like me with an anxiety, nigga, like, yeah. 
that ain't cool. But I did happen to get on the other day and um shout out to my big bro, Miss Omega. Fuck it look like bro. He posted some real shit. And you know, things that he was posting was something actually, you know, Deuce, you and I had these conversations before multiple times. Yeah. And it, it kinda I don't know, the shit just kind of made me think about some things, man. So, you know, let me let me speak this shit real quick. Just to set up everything. Yeah. Rap is an art. No one puts an age limit on no other artistry, genre of music, race or culture from rock, country, R&B, Afrobeat, hall dance, uh, reggae, reggaeton, pop and etc. They want to kill our culture. And we ignorantly helped them do it. Picasso painted in his 70s. Scorsese is still making films in his 60s. Most writers and artists create till they die. Shit, man, we, we just fucking were talking about Cicely Tyson and Larry Kane. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they kept on. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's the type of shit that makes you think, man, like, Wow. You know, so that's motivation right there. You have a dream, man, just go for your passion. But for some reason, black people want to put an age limit on being poetic over beats, which is our best form of expression coming from our culture. So all my fellow artists keep our culture alive. Our voice doesn't stop because of an age, younger or older keep creating and representing the art. That shit made me think, man, because I felt convicted. Because I've, 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 I've voiced my opinions about things like this multiple times, thinking that, man, I'm, I'm a little bit too older for this shit. I need, to, I need to stop doing this. I need to stop doing that. But the funny thing is with my mind, I'm thinking some shit like that. My mind takes me somewhere else. What I'm about to say, gonna probably stir up some shit, but I don't give a fuck. I'm me. I'm blunt. I speak my motherfucking mind. But before I get started, let's understand this. Woodbridge, Northern Virginia. We have some of the best motherfucking talent there is out in this bitch. Hands yeah. down. Right. You can't, you know what I'm saying? No one can defuse that at all. And in that, we got a lot of niggas that are actually true leaders in the game. Not from just their music, but for what the fuck they do for our community. I ain't going to name everybody, but y'all know who the fuck y'all are. And then there are those who truly think that they are leaders because of their credentials. And the fucked up thing about it is because of their credentials, they get the pass and the real leaders make them feel like it's okay to be that way. And then they go and they start demeaning people and start treating people like they below them because they don't have those uh, credentials to, to, to measure up to who the fuck they are. Kind of like some ego-driven type shit. Right. 
And so that shit put me in a motherfucking position to make me think like, why the fuck do we need to look to other fucking people to be our leaders? I ain't saying nothing against the people that you know that that are, but why not look at yourself as a motherfucking leader? Why not think of yourself as being someone impactful and influential? Meaning, I don't need. First of all, to me, a leader is not because of your credentials, nigga. A leader. Is defined by the fruits of your labor, the fruits of your spirit. Nigga, my 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 spiritual discernment to know certain shit is what you know defines me of who the fuck I am as a man. And hopefully the things that I do influences other motherfuckers to want to be like me. Well, not like me, but be in the sense of carrying shit that I carry and and and, and trying to make things better for themselves and for like what the fuck we got going on bro bro just like you hopefully there's things that i do that might want to motivate you and vice versa because when we're doing these things we're helping build each other up building our kingdoms Mm -hmm. so that that kingdom is now equated into an empire Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and it's like dog like even with, with people like looking at motherfuckers in, in, in Hollywood and shit. Stop looking at motherfuckers to find who the fuck you are, nigga. Be in charge of your shit for yourself. Because that's your shit. You spectating other motherfuckers and what the fuck they doing in their world. But nigga, you not in their world. Be of be what's in your world. Take care of you and yours. All I got time for is for the niggas I work with my motherfucking apartment and my family and loved ones. Everything else don't mean shit. And it's not because I, I, I don't give a fuck. It's because what the fuck I got on my plate is enough. So run your shit, nigga. Be a leader for yourself. And you know what? You don't need a motherfucker to specify, hey, you a leader. You walk. And your talk is going to be doing the talking. You know what I'm saying? Your walk is going to be doing the motherfucking talking for you. So people are going to already know that shit. Because what's understood ain't got to be explained, nigga. Mm-hmm. And that's just my motherfucking thoughts. Philosophy 101. How is your motherfucking boy? Yeah. I don't... It's Philosophy 101 with Illy Baby. Hopefully I can kick some common sense to them, man, so they can understand that verbatim, you know, because here at the council, this is the message and the mission that we have for you. We are, we are trying to awaken your mind. Uh, your Hey man, this is this one thing if you're doing something correctly for yourself that's cool but if it's just for yourself and it's not helping it's not benefiting no one else 
then what are you doing? What are you changing? What are you positively making an impact on daily for? You have to be about something for something. You know, there's no such thing as something for nothing out here. Even your own success has a sacrifice that must be made. So what you going to sacrifice and strive for? We got to hold the leaders accountable, the gatekeepers accountable. We got to hold ourselves, those who are underneath them and maneuvering underneath them on purpose. We have to hold ourselves accountable because we have the power to all come together, unite, and make change. We're voting and getting things done in the community. We're opposing certain people in the way that they transition with business, with politics, with culture, with merchandise. Things that actually we are tangibly can see and hold and do all of these things with. We have to figure out a simple solution that helps everybody hand in hand. Because if we're just all for ourselves, we're killing ourselves faster than we're helping each other. And at the end of the day, our future is what we all should be striving to help and get together and push so that way we can still continue on peacefully. And then if anything else has to come, we all know that together we'll help each other unite it. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's all about. But definitely we got to hold our, our leaders accountable right now. Old leaders, if they haven't made change for us, we need to start coming at them with questions persistently, consistently. You know what I mean? And we got to make sure we prevail with those answers so that way these questions that aren't being you know, answered, make sure they match up right with certain answers because things are out here that, that still don't make sense. Certain people are missing. Certain people aren't getting the funds that they need. Certain people aren't getting the medicine that they need. You know what I mean? And they they are telling their griefs and sob stories and churches and testimonies and on the corners and, you know, at bars and everywhere else. And these people can't get relief, you, you know, maybe because of some other circumstances, but majorly because of either this pandemic or something naturally that we didn't help put in effect because of whatever the funds may not be to cover it or the resources necessarily or the time. Mm-hmm. And now we got to start saying, well, we need to make time for certain important things in order for us to prosper for the next generation. Absolutely. You know what I mean? How much, how many more lives do we need to lose? let alone from last year or 2019. But to start off this year, we have to lose more lives than we have before in order to really start making a change, ladies and gentlemen. Really? Use your common sense. People, we, we, we want to thank y'all for tuning in, listening. Especially it's our first motherfucking episode, man. Episode one. 
we we hope that you know y'all y'all took something, y'all learned something, and y'all made that shit applicable to your motherfucking daily. You know what I'm saying? You know, we 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 here for you. We understand that there's there's those that don't have a voice, but believe the things that we believe in, think the things that we think, man. But you know, sometimes it's 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 difficult to get certain things out. And you know, sometimes yeah. you know, you need that 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 voice of 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 someone that can like you know encourage and let you know, hey. It's all right, man. We we yeah. we moving. We moving forward. So we you stay on saying? the right path. We communicate. Focus. Yeah, we stay focused. We're not alone. Yeah. yeah Everybody I'm come saying? together, man. Stop being, you know, timid about it. You know what I mean? And understand this is what being grown is all about. You know what I mean? You know, stand for something, your ass is gonna fall for anything. Gonna fall That's for fact. anything. That is a fact. That's you fact. are going to fall for anything. But yeah, man, we're going to sign out until the next episode. Boy Deucey, Boulevard P. It's your boy Boulevard P, man. You know, shout out to TMG, man. Yeah, A-Clan. A-Clan. L-O-E. nigga. Fuck, Problems man. world. It's problems world, nigga. Swank E-N-T. Swank E-N-T. Matter of fact, you know what? Special shout out to my brother, Abram, shout out to my other brother, motherfucker Nathan, the originals, man. Y'all already know, man. The original Boulevard boys. Love y'all motherfuckers. That's real. 100.